Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. I'm Amy Preston and it is my absolute purpose in life to empower women to truly value themselves and step into their very best self in body, mind and confidence. I hope you enjoy this podcast and if at any point you think, oh my gosh, I would love to work with Amy as my coach, please do just drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach and please do help me on my mission to empower as many women as possible. Like, share, rate, follow, subscribe to this podcast. Without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. I'm really excited for today. I think you're going to really enjoy today's episode because I'm going to be so brutally open and honest with you about how I built my confidence and stepped into my own best self. To be honest, it's probably going to feel like a little bit of a therapy session for me as well, but I hope it's really going to help you. The reason and purpose I want to do today's episode is because I know there are so many women out there who are feeling like I once was. So I want to give you that hope and be able to empower you to know that things really can change. So believe it or not, although although you kind of hear me talking now and doing my podcast, you are probably thinking, wow, Amy is so, so confident. If you see me on Instagram, if you know me at all, you probably think Amy's really confident. But to be honest, until I was around the age of 29, so I'm 37, nearly 38 now, I really, really lacked confidence. From a very young age, all through my childhood, I had very low self-worth, very low self-esteem, and had very, very low confidence. And this stems really back from sort of school days where I got quite bullied for being fat. And also little things which have this kind of impact, and they really do embed in your subconscious. So little things like my sister and I, we would always joke about how I was the fat sister and she was the skinny sister. But it really does, over the years, kind of embed in your subconscious things like that and have quite an impact on you. And I started really valuing myself kind of based on how I looked and I didn't like how I looked. So I had this real kind of disregard for myself. And to be honest, I hated myself. I really, really hated myself. Um, I often kind of outwardly reflected this confidence, but it was a total, total fake confidence. And often that would end up being kind of from quite a self-sabotaging place as well, because it would be fueled by alcohol a lot of the time. And it was just totally a fake confidence. I wasn't myself. I wasn't true to me. To be honest, I didn't even know who I truly was. I didn't know my values. And I had just kind of followed this path that I thought I should follow. Very much kind of what I felt my parents wanted me to do, what I thought society wanted me to do. But I was in this place where I just didn't feel confident. I didn't feel like I was living a life true to me. My self-esteem was really low. My self-worth was low. And to be honest, it started seeping out into all areas of my life. So when I was 25, I actually got married and I got divorced a few years later because I I realized, well, I've just followed the path I thought I should follow. I could see and feel even at the time it wasn't right. It felt quite uncomfortable, but I was that lost and my confidence was so low that I was trying to look for confidence and build my self-worth from kind of feeling loved by someone else. And I just wasn't valuing myself. And then after that, it then even led me, this low self-confidence, low self-worth led me to be in this really abusive relationship and was quite beaten down emotionally and physically. 
And this all stemmed from me not valuing me and me hating how I looked ultimately on the surface, but me having this kind of real sort of inner hate for myself as well and lack of respect, lack of kind of vision and clarity over my future and where I was heading. But this is not a sob story, okay? This is actually a story of hope. So today I want to go through seven key points that are going to be kind of talking to you about how I ditched that point, ditched that really low self-worth, low self-esteem point and stepped into my best self. I can now say I am very confident and that stems from these seven points I am going to go through today. So my low confidence, it was from within, but it was kind of reflecting outwardly as well. It was a lack of body confidence. It was a lack of kind of total confidence from within. But it's safe to say now I have totally transformed that round. And I'm so grateful that I experienced that as it enables me to coach women now who are in this place of low self-confidence, low self-worth, low self-esteem, where I was, who are probably feeling it seeping out into other areas of their life as well, who are probably feeling like uncomfortable because they're not living in line with their values and not kind of maybe even knowing their true values and perhaps following that path they should follow, perhaps kind of constantly seeking out this validation from others in the wrong areas, perhaps falling into really self-sabotaging kind of behaviors around food, around alcohol as well. So if that kind of feels like you right now as well, I want you to really listen on to this because I want to empower you and give you hope that things really, really can change. Okay, so I went through years until I was about 29 having this low confidence and you can change it around. Okay, but it starts with you. But I want to kind of talk through these seven points that I went through that really helped me. So number one, I started living in line with my values. I got clarity on my values. So I said before, I was kind of going through life, following this path I thought I should follow, following what I thought was right in society. It was kind of get a career, go to uni, get a career, get married, have kids. I didn't get to that point and I'm quite thankful now I didn't get there then. Um, But it was not what I wanted to do. But because I was so unsure on who I was and my confidence was sort of at rock bottom, I was just going through the motions of what I thought was right. And it really, really does sadden me. I'm going to be really honest because I speak to a lot of women and so many women tell me how unhappy they are in their careers, how unhappy they are in their family life, even often in their relationships with their bodies. Okay. So, so many women say this and they feel really, really stuck. And often the reason they've got there is from this low confidence place, following this path they thought they should follow, not being clear on who they truly are, who they truly want to be and having a clear vision and belief, belief that they can get there as well. So when I started living in line with my values and not kind of pleasing others, not living my life in the way that I thought others wanted me to live it and the way that society wanted me to live it, that was the beginning of my confidence building because that was the beginning of me actually stepping truly into who I truly am. And I think until you really are so clear on who you are and living your own truth and really living as you are, as who you are, not who society wants you to be, not who your family want you to be, not who your friends want you to be, but who you are, that is when your confidence builds. Because 
you are living then in line with your values and it doesn't feel conflicting when you're living kind of congruently then you feel this sense of almost peace contentment and that instantly starts building your self-worth your confidence and because I was doing that I stopped caring what other people thought of me so much I realized well it doesn't matter because actually I'm feeling really quite happy and confident and I know what I want and it was actually at that point when I got really clear on my values that I found the confidence to leave an abusive relationship I found the confidence to totally change my career and retrain from working in marketing for a number of years marketing and PR to to a PT because I started to realize what I truly valued and all that time in my career I had felt unhappy and like something wasn't right And I was feeling very low in confidence in that career because it simply didn't feel right for me. And I didn't feel like I was being true to myself. And as soon as I then kind of got clear on these values, left my career, retrained as a PT, I then had this confidence to leave that relationship. And then all of these other things, which I'm going to go through now, these following six steps started stemming from there. So I would say if you're feeling low in confidence, low in self-worth, following that path you think you should follow and just feeling like kind of a little bit off and not not happy with kind of where things are heading really bring it back to your values and if you ever need any help with that just drop me a message I'm going to put my Instagram in the show notes and I can help you on kind of even just getting clear with your values so drop me a message we can have a little chat on that as well okay so second point so when my confidence was really low because I thought I was really fat as well I went through these real phases where I would go through quite starvation periods and get very, very skinny, follow different diets, be really strict, barely eat, but then end up in binges. And my weight would be quite sort of up and down. And I would be in this real kind of self-sabotage mode and quite self-sabotaging behaviors around alcohol and also around food as well. So I would barely eat all week, barely eat to the point where I'd be dashing around London, meeting to meeting, feeling so lightheaded, almost passing out and often just surviving all day on a slim fast shake. But then because I had done that, I was absolutely starving in the evenings and it would lead to binges. Okay. And this is why I advise nobody to ever go on 800 calories, nobody to go over really lower than like 1500. You do not need to. Okay. You do not need to. And It's why when you're in that sort of all or nothing mindset, it does lead to those self-sabotaging and binge kind of behaviors then. So I was just totally just devaluing myself, not nourishing my body at all. I was in fact abusing my body through food or lack of food, but and alcohol as well. So because I was so low in confidence, it would get to a Friday and I would just get absolutely really, really drunk, go out act as if I was so confident, but that would knock my confidence even more. The hangovers would kick in, the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment of what I'd done. I was constantly in terrible situations because I was drinking too much and I was abusing my body. I was totally abusing and poisoning my body quite frequently to the point where I'd get very, very ill most weekends from drinking too much alcohol and then feel bad and then go into that sort of starvation mode with food again. And I was just in this vicious cycle and it was coming from this place. I just had no confidence, low self-worth, didn't value myself. So I started valuing myself. So this came after I got clear on my values. 
I started nourishing my body, not punishing my body. I started accepting, okay, this is you, Amy. But actually, if you want to start feeling happier, you need to accept you as you are and start nourishing your body through exercise and through food rather than punishing it. And that's when things started to change even more for me. And then leading on to point number three. So I had this real obsession with weighing myself. I was totally pinning my value and my confidence and my worth on what I weighed. And I would weigh myself sometimes up to like 50 times a day, different states of undress. And it would determine if I could or couldn't eat. And it was really almost just debilitating, really. It was controlling my life. It controlled my happiness. It controlled everything. And when I kind of got clear on my values, started nourishing my body more, I also got to the point where I was like, do you know what? I'm going to stop weighing myself. And it really hugely helped me. It was hard to do, really, really hard to do and detach myself from that. But I started valuing myself and pinning my worth on other things. Okay, other things which were just far more positive in terms of my training, in terms of how I felt, in terms of my health, in terms of my happiness. And when I did that as well, I also stopped relying on validation from others for my worth. So I I always kind of was seeking out validation from others. I would love getting compliments from others. I wanted to kind of be appealing to men, to be attractive for I thought that that's what I needed for people to like me, which was one of the reasons I was so obsessed then with getting as skinny as possible, getting the number on the scales as low as possible. I had this real link between that and people validating me and my confidence. But I stopped caring what people thought of me because I was clear on my values. I was nourishing me. I was clear on who I was, where I was heading, why I wanted that. And I wasn't pleasing others anymore. I didn't really care what people thought of me. So I used to really, really, people would say to me, oh, you're getting too skinny, you're very skinny. And I would see that as a compliment before. And then if they didn't say it, I would, it would really impact me as well. But I got to this point where I didn't care if people said that, or if they said I was getting bigger, or if they said you'll get too bulky if you lift weights. I stopped caring what anyone said because they weren't in my shoes. They weren't living my values, my mission, where I was heading. And that all kind of came and coincided when I stopped weighing myself and started detaching my worth really from how I looked and what I weighed. So that was point number three. Then next up, number four, I realized that there is far more to me than how I look. So I think from all the years of bullying, from me being the fat sister, all of those years when I was young were just kind of about how I looked. And I thought confidence and worth then came from looking a certain way. I thought I had to be really slim to be to be confident, to be loved, to be kind of validated, to be accepted in society. But then I realized, you know what, there's far more to me than how I looked. And I started switching that focus from how I looked. And I mean, I would be obsessively exercising at that point to look a certain way. It was all about earning calories, burning calories. It was all about just kind of constantly just looking as skinny as I possibly could in those days. And when I realized that and started valuing and nourishing my body, I realized, well, actually there is far more deeper things to me than how I looked. And I started switching my focus more from the visual, how I looked, to 
how I felt, all right, and to my health, to my happiness, to how my exercise made me feel, to feeling fitter and to feeling stronger. And the moment I started kind of lifting weights and really getting very consistent with that, my confidence absolutely started to soar because I felt stronger. I felt empowered and I felt like I was valuing myself. I felt I was doing something good for myself and more working towards something, towards this person who I knew I was truly becoming rather than kind of constantly trying to escape from something that I hated. Yeah. So next up, we've got point number five. I started doing things where I was pushing out of my comfort zone. And I really am a firm believer that that confidence will never build until you kind of start doing the things that scare you and taking action on them. That really is kind of showing up for yourself, proving it to yourself. Oh my gosh, I can do these things. So growing up, I had this really, really fixed mindset and I really believe that like this, this is life, you're either born this way or that way, it's luck, it's kind of like you get what you're given, you can't change it. I was a real kind of fixed mindset and sometimes I thought, oh, maybe things will just kind of happen and just land on my lap and it'll be great. But I didn't really realize at the time, no, actually you go out and get things and the more you go out and get things and actively get that life you want get that career you want, that body you want, that future you want, and stop kind of dwelling and playing the victim and thinking kind of woe is me constantly, realizing I can change my life, I can build my confidence, I can build my self-worth by actually stepping out of my comfort zone and seeing the opportunity and things rather than constantly looking at the obligation in everything all the time and coming from this really sort of fixed mindset that I was meant to be this way. So I started pushing out of my comfort zone. One of the first things in doing that was leaving my career, retraining as a PT, leaving my abusive relationship. Those things for me at the time were very, very huge. And to be honest, when I look back, they are all like crucial steps in my journey to even where I am now and where I will be in the future as well. And it all has enabled me to totally empathize with clients, with ladies I speak to. Perhaps when you're listening to this, you're kind of feeling oh, I'm in that place now. If you can like really resonate with this, just reach out to me, drop me a message and let me know. And I would just love to chat chat to you about how you're kind of feeling now and just hopefully give you some hope that things really can change for you. So pushed out of my comfort zone, did those things that scared me because that then enabled me to build that confidence, build belief in myself. That belief is key. And the more you step out of your comfort zone, the more that belief builds. The more you focus on the opportunity and what you can achieve, not what you can't get in life, you will start to get those things. The more you quit the excuses around it, because those excuses are always coming from a place of fear, but they're holding you back. They were holding me back. But I quit those excuses and stepped out of my comfort zone and my confidence started to soar. Okay, we're on to point number six now. I started showing up for myself. So I do this every day now. Every mo- every day I'm, I think, right, how do I need to show up for myself today? How do I want to feel by the end of the day? What do I need to do to feel that way? What do I need to do today to make future me proud? That's a question I ask myself every single day. And at the end of the day, I'll reflect on it as well. And I reflect and think, okay, what what great things happened today? What did I do to make my future self proud today? 
And always asking myself that question keeps me very focused. It keeps me pushing out of my comfort zone. It keeps me then building confidence every day. It keeps me living in line with my values. It keeps me focused and not caring what other people think or what other people say about me. And a key part of showing up for myself is having built really healthy habits along the way, which I'm very, very disciplined with. So one of the common things I hear is kind of people having low motivation. Guess what? I have low motivation too. But because over these years where I have built confidence and stepped into my real true self in line with my values, I've built incredibly strong habits that I love, that are a part of my identity along the way. And I'm very, very disciplined with those habits. So I show up for myself every day in line with those habits. And that really helps me build confidence. If I stopped that and started kind of getting into self-sabotaging behaviors again, starting drinking every weekend, stopping exercising, eating absolutely crap every day. Don't get me wrong, I do eat crap some days as well. I am human. But if it was kind of escalating and going out of control and my old habits and behaviors are coming back and I started stepping on the scales constantly again and I started kind of obsessively doing cardio to look skinny, if those habits started creeping back in, my confidence would be knocked again because I wouldn't be living truly in line with myself and I'd feel that I'd failed. So by showing up for myself in line truly with my identity, with these habits, it builds confidence every single day. And then the final point today, this is a key one. I ditched the all or nothing mindset, the perfectionism in me. I used to identify as a perfectionist. I was such a perfectionist growing up. My family knew it. They would call me a perfectionist. And again, it was one of those things, almost those stories you tell yourself, it becomes a part of you. It's who you think you are. I was this perfectionist to the point where I would spend like painstaking hours on schoolwork, homework, coursework, and then make one minor mistake and rip it up starting again because it wasn't perfect. And again, that came from me wanting to please others and impress others because I didn't know who I truly was. So I was constantly wanting to be this person for other people and gain this kind of confidence by people validating me. And I felt if I did something wrong, I would not be validated. I wouldn't be loved. I wouldn't be respected. And it was just constantly coming back to that low confidence, low self-worth. So I started to realize, do you know what? This perfectionism is holding me back. To be honest, I even remember when I was a kid in the days of exams and we had to do, I think it was like 12 plus exam. I was so painstakingly obsessed with neatness and my handwriting that I couldn't even finish the exam because I was so slow because it had to be really neat. Okay. And then I failed. So I could see how it was holding me back, even from early, early days in my childhood then. And it only started to get worse. But even from kind of that all or nothing with the diet, not eating all week because I wanted to be perfect and I wanted this perfect body and I was trying to be good with my diet all the time. I could see how that was then leading to that escalating, self, self-sabotaging, binging, all of those things. Because that all or nothing will always lead. It's not a great path to follow. It's going to lead to feelings of failure. You cannot have perfection. It is the enemy of good. So aim for that good. I have a saying with my coaching clients, aim for the gray, not the black or white. Okay. Just aim for that gray. And in all honesty, like 20% of what you put in gives you 80% of your results. And that is true. 
So we can really hold ourselves back a lot of the time by wanting things to be perfect. And I would, I remember used to, I used to give myself really long to-do lists every day and then I'd feel terrible because I couldn't do it and I'd feel overwhelmed. That was one key thing that helped me build my confidence. Just cut that right back. Look at what's really important in each day because most of the stuff really truly isn't and only do the three things that you have to do in that day. Everything else is a bonus. And even little things like that really helped me step up my confidence and it really, really kind of blossomed from there. But then in line with this as well, practicing self-compassion. And I had very, very little self-compassion, was constantly beating myself up, hated myself. And until I started shifting that and actually recognizing everything I had done, everything great in every day, um, but also self-compassion from a point of not letting myself off the hook with things and constantly pushing out of my comfort zone. Because you may have heard me say before, if you've listened to my uh, previous episodes, that self-compassion should be this thing of fierce self-compassion. It's not soft. Okay, it's not gentle, it's fierce. It's that, it's that kind of empowering inner lioness within you that gets stuff done, that doesn't hold you back, that helps you step into that best self. That, that inner lioness, she's very confident as well. So I think connecting with her, being self-compassionate from that sense has really helped me grow in confidence and just know my worth, value me and be able to step into my very best self. So if you have listened all the way through my seven steps today, I hope you have found them super valuable. And if you want to chat to me, if this has raised anything for you, please do drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach. I will put that in my show notes. And honestly, ladies, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do share it it with a friend who you think will get a lot from this as well. And then that is you helping someone else as well and really being able to inspire someone else and empower someone else by sending them in my direction. And as I always say, if you did enjoy today, please do rate it, like it, share it to your Instagram stories. Let me know that you are listening. Tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you. And if at any point you think, actually, I would like to work with Amy as my coach, please do drop me a message and I will tell you a little bit more about my coaching. I have various options, so I am sure there is something that will suit you as well. But thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you all so much.